0: Yes, I am the result of thousands of years of ancestral earth wisdom.
1: I say, I say, I say, oh. oh yes! I am Abiola, and I am so excited about this sacred conversation that we're about to have. Y'all can see I'm like it up before the conversation, conversation even happened. I am. Excited, I am pleased, and I am honored to introduce to you my goddess sister, Goddess Lorianne Anderson. Let me tell you a little bit about this sister before we get this combo going. She is a tarot reader, she is an astrologer, she is a spiritual teacher, a writer, and a soul based entrepreneur. Her work focuses heavily on sacred and intentional living, as well as using spiritual practices as a pathway for profound healing, growth, and transformation. She is heavily influenced by her diverse lineage, bringing together healing practices from her ancestors in a practical, updated way. She owns and operates Spirit Element, a soul-based apothecary, and Made with Stardust, which provides private label development and supplies for spiritual-based businesses. Yes, her published works include The Earth Craft Oracle, get yours, Seasons of the Witch, Samhain Oracle, and affirmations, words of inner wisdom. She currently lives in LA, and by way of our
0: ancestors, we are united, and she is here. Hello, yeah. Goddess Lurian, welcome. Hi, thank Hi, you thank for you. having me. Thank you for being here with me, holding space with me today. I'm so excited. Oh, my goodness. Well, you told me when we
1: connected that. Earth goddesses, obviously, right now are first and foremost in your heart, in your spirit, and in your mind. And so, today we're going to be celebrating through our conversation two earth goddesses from our our heritage, our ancestry in West Africa. Yes, goddess Asaseya, who is through our uh, through the Ashanti. She is an Ashanti mother earth, mother nature goddess. And goddess Allah, A L A, who is from the Ebo people. And so let's talk about Earth and Earth
0: goddesses and earth and craft. Tell me about this beautiful project. So I like to say with the Earthcraft that I wrote the deck, but really it wrote me, because when I started writing this deck we were discussing it. And it was really one of those things where I saw Danielle's artwork, the artist, um, Danielle Boodoo Fortune. And I said, oh my God, her artwork is beautiful. And it's so aligned with me and how I look and how you know I'm represented, uh, which was just really beautiful because you don't really see too many Oracle decks that have a full representation of body shapes and hair types and all of these different things. So I said, I've got to work with her. And we started doing the project. And I was very heavily getting into my ancestral lineage and researching because I didn't know all of this information. So I was starting to work more with the earth and bring this practice in. And I said I want to make an Earth deck, but then we started writing the deck, and I started being just presented with all of these things—just different things from my heritage. I would see different things from my TV show, and I would go, "Oh my God, that's from my ancestral country! Oh my God, this is from practices that I just learned the other day!" And it started morphing into this beautiful project of not just connecting with the Earth, but showing the different ways that the Earth can manifest in individual people, showing yourself that each body is connected to the Earth through you know, generation after generation after generations of people that carry earth wisdom within your bones, within your spirit. And then it just became about realizing that within me, within this body, within your body that you have right now, there are hundreds, thousands of people living through you in this space right now, putting all of their earth wisdom into your body. And you should really honor that, you know, you should own your sacredness and say, yes, I am the result of thousands of years of ancestral earth wisdom. And so the deck became about a celebration of earth, but also about a celebration of of representing yourself as the manifestation of earth here in this present moment and how beautiful each person is and how different each person is and how much had to happen for each person to be here. How many ancestors had to walk in your footsteps before you could get here and just celebrating that and owning that. Imagine how much beautiful the world could see each other if we saw each person as the deep line of ancestral lineage that they were. It it just blows my mind to think about it.
1: That is absolutely beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And I know exactly the process you're talking about that, you know, a deck creates you and once you open the door to those energies they're like, okay, we're here now. That's right. <laughs> and they will start intercepting and showing up. And it's exactly as you said that, you know, the 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 deck, the work creates you. In Guyana, in my parents' country, for example, when they talk about dreaming ancestors, the way that we say it, they don't say like, you know, I dreamt Uncle Steve, my Uncle Steve, for example, who passed away. They wouldn't say, I dreamt Uncle Steve. The way we say it is, Uncle Steve dreamed me last night. Oh, and yeah, and it's it's very much that same process. How did you get
0: started, sis? Well, you know, it's, it's kind of the same thing. It kind of just chose me. It kind of just dropped into my lap. I was at a really, really difficult time in my life. I had gone through many years of clinical depression. I was healing after some really difficult um, relationships, some deaths in the family, some physical and sexual assault that I was working through. And I just wasn't handling it well. You know, my life was kind of just at rock bottom. And I had had this book on the shelf, The Secret for like ages, just had it sitting there. Um, And I hadn't really paid much attention to it. I think I read like a chapter the first time I got it. And then I just put it on the shelf and I was going to work one day and I looked at my shelf and I don't know what called me to it, but I saw it and I said, you know what, I'm going to read this. And I sat during my lunch break and read it. And then I read the rest of it that night. And I was just, that was just the moment where everything kind of shifted for me. And I realized my soul needed something else. And that led to me working with herbs and then led to me working with oils and then with crystals. and then with goddess work and all of these different things, just kind of one after another started showing up in my life. Unintentionally, I didn't ask for them. I just asked to be shown the way and they stepped into my path. And eventually I ended up working in in a spiritual business, combining my professional background, which is operations and logistics while working with a woman who was all about goddess work and all about healing and bringing them together. And it just, told me that I was in the right place. So I've been doing this work now for more than 10 years and embracing it. And I just let the universe show me whatever it needs me to do next. And I go where it tells me to go.
1: Amen to that a hey, women I say to that because a lot of us you know I, I encounter a lot of people who say that they you know that they called or they asked for an answer but then when the answer shows up they don't necessarily open themselves up to it and move forward would you say that the that that's a, that for you was a big part of
0: spirit knowing that you were ready you answering the call Absolutely. You know, I talk about this a lot, being open to receive, you know, it's one thing to ask for things, but you really have to be open and ready to, to step up when the universe hands you things. And, you know, people ask me all the time, well, what's your secret? Uh, you know, how, how are you not afraid? And it's like, well, I'm terrified. Most of the times I'm just like, oh my God, universe, I don't know what you dropped in my lap, but I trust that where I'm going is where I need to be. And as long as I keep that trust, as long as I keep that faith, it doesn't really matter how afraid I am or how worried I am if this is going to work out. I always land on my feet. And this is something that that I had to work on. You know, I had to keep experiencing this over and over again. But when you take the leap and when you trust in the universe to deliver you where you need to be, then the proof will come. The justification that you need will come. You just have to Trust one time and then trust another time. Put one foot in front of the other and the invitations will come more and more and more for you to show up for yourself. That's this. this is what we're talking about, right? Showing up for yourself. I always say that. Give yourself permission to receive. Give yourself permission to have. Give yourself permission to know that you're worthy of these things. Even if you don't feel like it, the universe gave it to you because it trusted you to bring it into existence. So don't ask questions. Just let it happen and let it flow and all the mountains will move. Yes. Oh, that is beautiful. Yes. <laughs> wait,
1: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We need some answers We got to on- have it. <laughs> on that. Yes. And all the mountains. Yes, that is absolutely beautiful. And I think that, you know, because so much of Western culture, actually global culture, you know, denies us, you know, women identified people from receiving, which is the very divine feminine itself. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, having a practice of receiving, which begins with simple things like receiving a compliment to receiving, being able to receive guidance is so very powerful and so very transformational. This deck is a, you worked on it together with Juliet Diaz. And I've done several several decks, but I haven't yet had the experience of I had the collaborative experience of working with my beautiful artist goddess Destiny Powell, but I haven't yet partnered with someone to bring forward a deck. And I'm, t- I'm my sister and I will be doing that in the future. But she's my sister, so we have you know <laughs> kind of like two halves of you know the, the same brain. Talk to me about collaborating with a sister who is also from a different culture and, you know, bringing it together.
0: How is that process? You know, it's a, it's a beautiful process. It's a challenging process. It's a little bit of everything. It's, it is a challenge. I'm not going to lie because, you know, we do have different cultural backgrounds. We have different things. Sometimes one thing can mean something completely different to both of us. Um, So there's a lot of Making sure that you are holding on to yourself. I mean, it's really like being in a relationship, right? You're in a partnership, but you don't want to lose yourself in the relationship. But at the same time, you have to make space for the other person. You have to be able to allow them to not lose themselves either. So it's this constant dance of going back and forth, of listening, receiving, giving, taking, owning, you know, sharing. And I think for this deck, I'm really glad that we did it in a partnership because the deck ended up being so much about honoring yourself. And as you honor yourself, you naturally learn to honor other people. As you see the divinity within yourself, you naturally, the next step is to see the divinity in everyone else. So we had to physically go through that process of owning ourselves, of loving ourselves, and then being able to love each other too, without ripping each other's hair out. Um, And if it's, you know, a collaborative project, but this is really tools you can bring for life, you know, when you step up and when you are both willing to be authentic for yourselves, then the work just writes itself. When you're both willing to stand in your truth, then the universe will give you the truth that brings the two of you together. And that's really how this thing unfolded. We just made a commitment to ourselves and it naturally blossomed into the deck you have in your hands the deck is
1: really gorgeous I'm gonna let's let's look through let's look through the deck or do you have do you have it with you or do you want me to I have it right let's let's yeah so let's let's have you guide us through your beautiful deck goddess yes and I will share with you that um as I as I told you privately that I approached Danielle last year or maybe it was the year before and I was like, oh my goodness, I would love to collaborate with you on a deck. And she said, I'm already working on a Hay House deck. And because her work is so special, I didn't feel lost. I felt gratitude that it was that her work was already, you know what I mean, going to be a part of a deck. Like it just, it, it felt, I was so excited. I was like, yay, this is so wonderful. And so I think that you know, last week, then when I saw the images on the Hay House um, Instagram and connected to you, and I had no idea that you were part of this deck or that Juliet, because she initially just told me she was working on a Hay House deck and I didn't investigate any further,
0: it just made it just so much richer. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, Danielle is really something special. I, I It just blows me away. The, I'm just going to show you start showing you the cards as yes. I'm talking. Starting with this beautiful one. This one is called You Are Sacred. And I feel like if there was ever a card to, like, own what this deck is about, it's this one. I mean, she's beautiful. She's brown-skinned. She's thick. She's curvy. And she loves herself. You know, she's unapologetically in love with herself. And Danielle has this gift of just being able to show different bodies, different skin tones, different hair types, different ways of being. I mean, we've we've tried to feature everyone we can in this deck from, you know, just all races and cultures. We've made our attempt at putting a non-binary person in here. We've really tried to celebrate people as much as we can. I'm going to find, this is one of my favorite cards. Oh, it's one of my favorites too. Yes. <laughs> because men are not celebrated enough either. You know, yes. there's feminine energy going on in men and women. And we just, we really wanted to this deck to be about celebrating all people. And if you notice in the cards, each and every card has a person, but the person is always connected to earth in some way. They're always melted into the earth in some way. These are beautiful. This is the rise card, the phoenix coming alive. Um, And I just, I can't say enough good things about Danielle. I mean, her ability to dig into, I mean, look at how detailed all of this ancestral gorgeousness is. I'm at my parents'
1: house, sorry to interrupt, I'm I'm at my parents' house, so I can't show you, but I have in my living room a commissioned piece that after I wasn't able to collaborate with her on a deck that I then uh, commissioned a beautiful piece of artwork. So I have the honor of also having been drawn by Danielle, which as you said, she features, you know, curvy people with different hair and different bodies.
0: And please go ahead. And, you know, um, Danielle does incredible work. I actually, for Christmas this year, I had two paintings. I had to redo two photos of my mom's parents who have crossed over and have passed away, as well as two of my cousins and my brother who have also passed away. And they're all in this picture together. And she recreated it in painting for me. And I gave it to my mom as a Christmas gift. Um, and it was so special, you know, it was so beautiful just to have something so precious and she really has an eye. She can really just take your vision and work it into just everything possible. So these cards are really amazing. This is the, this is the main one I wanted to show. These cards are really amazing. They're just all about listening, listening to the earth, listening to the universe owning yourself, being ready to receive what I call the practice of self, which is self-love, self-compassion, self-worship, self-honoring, self-mastery, just being able to support yourself and doing it in a way that connects with who you are based on your ancestral lineage. That's really what I want to take away. Is just, you've got so much flowing through your veins. that's so beautiful no matter where you come from, own it, embrace it, send it out into the world, let people see it. Yeah, that's that's your book title, sis, The Practice of Self. You know, I um I am putting that out in the universe, seeing how it, you know, shuffles and comes back to me, but it's something that's been in my spirit for a couple of years now, just working through that whole process of practicing yourself and just learning to show up for yourself, because it's really hard to be authentic, right? It's like, we live in a society that doesn't necessarily celebrate differences or uniqueness. So it's really hard to show up for yourself and to acknowledge yourself and love yourself without being apologetic for it and I feel like if people just started doing that oh my god people would be manifesting cars millionaires (laughs) relationships all those things it just comes from the soul first you are your most sacred tool I say this all the time you are are your most sacred tool
1: yes we are we are our most sacred tool in my last book I call it self-being
0: Yes. Like just you
1: know, just self-being. Like if you don't know how to do anything else, like it's just self-being, which is exactly what you're saying with the practice of self. This is this is my favorite card or one of the cards that I resonated Mm. with immediately. Yes, yes. And her her purple hair and her, you know, her energy is just and then also this goddess. Let's see. So many of them okay so she was also the the ancient Ooh. energy of this person just I felt- love
0: that you chose that card you want to know why because it isn't the flashiest card in the deck it's so subtle but it's also so powerful you know and it It speaks to letting the subtle things kind of come into your life and they'll be slow at the beginning, but then they'll just open up and be a wave. And once you make your connection to your ancestors and your spiritual allies and your spiritual support team and let them know, hey, I want you to be heard, they will show you everything you need to know. And suddenly you'll be seeing them everywhere, like that face in the trees, you'll be seeing all (laughs) over the place and you won't be able to turn it off, nor would you want to. Nor would you.
1: Nor would you want to. And so how would you recommend for someone who is just starting to connect with the earth or reconnect with the earth? What practices,
0: how do you recommend that they proceed? I love that you said reconnect because, you know, there was a time when I say, you know, the the winds were our cell phones and the sun and the moon and the stars were our tarot and oracle cards and how we were getting messages. We used to be so deeply rooted in the earth for survival. Um, so we are reconnecting. But I would say the first thing that you can do is go out and what I call, do what I call earth walking. Be out in nature. Commune with nature. Walk up to a tree and talk to it. I talk to my plants all the time, every single day. I hug them. I enjoy them. Um, I love just saying, hi, how are you? Thank you for being here. Thank you for presenting yourself to me. And when you're out in nature, I really recommend humbly going up to something and saying, please show me your wisdom. Please show me what you have to offer me. Please guide me and be willing to be open-minded about the answer and pay attention. You know, look for the subtle clues. You might hear a bird suddenly chirping. That's been there the whole time that you didn't even notice that's now chirping away. I have crows outside of my house that when I swear, Whenever I ask for guidance, they come and they start pecking at my window or my car or something until I say, okay, I see you. I heard you. I'm going to do the work. And then they fly away. Pay attention to the little signs. And if it feels... If you're wondering, is this true? Is this something that I really need to pay attention to? It is. It's significant because you saw it. It's significant because it came into your frame of mind. So don't ask questions. Just go with it. Do a little research. Find out what it means for you. And sit with it it in your spirit. And as you do that, more and more opportunities will show up for you to do this work. And you'll naturally be guided. The path will unfold. Path will unfold. That's beautiful. And so, before we go, is there a special
1: way that you advise people to prepare their deck to participate in Earthcraft?
0: Yes, I do. I firmly, firmly believe before you work with any deck that you should get to know your deck because you and I have the same deck in terms of names, but our deck's energy are very, very different. And this deck's energy is going to be very different from any other deck you've owned. So before you start working with them, I really recommend that you do just a quick little interview with your cards. Ask them, what is it that you want me to know? How do you want me to work with you? Pull cards like that and just let the the deck guide you to how it wants to be used. Let it show you what it wants to tell you, make space for that. And then once you have those answers, you can start working with everything else. But first, start with a just, hi, how you doing? What do you need from me? What do I need from you? And then go from there. Yes. And the, the, the spirits want to tell us. They want us to know. <laughs> That's right. They want us they
1: want to know. Us to know. They want us to know. Well, thank you, Goddess Lorianne. So let us know where to find you and all of your work. We just just actually just even touched the surface.
0: Get it it, on the surface of
1: all the magic you have going.
0: (laughs) I know. There's so much... But it's because I love what I do and it just keeps unfurling. So anyway, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest at at spirit element is my handle. You can also go to my website, which is shopspiritelement.com, where you'll find information about what I do, the products that I make, including my body and ritual oils, which are a fan favorite and my crystal sprays. And you can also get more information about the decks that I have out. This is my third deck and I have two more decks coming out in the next year. So you'll be able to find out all of that Information on my website, shopspiritelement.com. Shopspiritelement.com. Okay, I got to get the crystal sprays. <laughs> that sounds
1: good. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Goddess. I really appreciated this conversation. I'm so excited about everything that you have going on. And I'm, I'm excited that the ancestors brought us together. And I feel like this is just the
0: first of who knows? (laughs) I know, you know, I, like we were saying, trust that the universe will uncurl the path and it absolutely has. And I'm, as we were talking about earlier, you know, I sent out the call and you just showed up in my life. So I know that something big is going to come of it and I'm looking forward to it. I am too. I am too. Thank you, sis. And thank you, you for watching
1: us and being a part of this conversation and manifesting us manifesting this deck you are watching this at home you manifested all of this and so look how powerful you are look how incredible you are look how gifted you are so keep on answering your call and i will see you in the next african goddess initiation conversation Bye.